again delayed by technical issues because i seem to have misplaced my cable and lucky enough i found a spare one buried at the bottom of a container which is good so apologies for that gentlemen that is entirely my fault did not have enough time to prepare beforehand so on me i'm sorry thank you you know what they say there's no audio problems just audio solutions (laughs) welcome alvaro thanks Hi, Alf. Thank you for having me over again. It's good to have you on the podcast. Yeah. So, today we're going to talk about, or we're going to begin with talking to Alf about his uh, his vehicle, which you've now had for how many months? About four, five. So, it's a 2018 Hyundai Velostar. Velostar SR Velostar. Coupe. Correct. Three-door. Front-wheel drive. Uh, rear wheel drive. No, rear wheel drive. No, uh, it's a front wheel sure. drive. What are you talking about? Pretty sure. No. And what? Which which model did you get? Because there's a few new versions available. So this is the second generation that you're that you're currently driving. Yep. Yeah. So did you get the two point two liter or the one point six liter turbo? There's a two liter turbo as well. I got. I think it might be the 1.6. The 1.6 liter turbo. So that comes with a seven speed um, automatic. Yep. So dual clutch transmission or a six speed manual. You got the dual clutch transmission. Yep. yep. Um, so 150 kilowatts, so 200 brake horsepower at 6,000 RPM and 265 Newton meters at 1500 RPM, readily available all the way up to 4,500 RPM, zero to 100 in 7.4 seconds so the uh, dual clutch transmission is obviously a little bit faster than a manual manual because it's faster than a human pretty good i mean 7.4 that's respectable Mm. front wheel drive does it have an lsd i don't think it does i don't think it does so what do we know about this one it is so it's got a torsion rear axle yeah torsion bar step Standard on all on all trims, and what do we know about? Yeah, so I'm just looking at the wiki page. Doesn't really tell us too much about whether or not it is a front wheel. I suspect it would be front wheel drive there. If if they if they're going to put it a doesn't torsion, feel thing. like it. That's that's. What Dude, I, I just I just I just feel like there's no way they're selling a rear wheel drive turbo sports car. Uh, you can't put a torsion beam on a rear wheel drive car. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's front wheel drive. And the, yeah, so that was just to that system was just invented to um uh reduce cost of manufacturing. So sacrifice the handling a bit, but yeah. 
Alf, what are your, what are you, talk to me about the car. Talk to me about the good things, the bad things, things you'd change, things you wouldn't. Well, let me preface this first by saying I'm not a huge fan of driving. (laughs) (laughs) I hate driving. That's what I want to know about anyone who I talk to about cars. I want to know that they don't like driving. Go. Well, yeah, it's just like a one, the, the, the main caveat is that I don't enjoy driving a lot. I do it because I have to. Okay. And I do it just to get from A to B. When you say you have to, are we talking um, like Jason, well, have Statham, to Jason Statham in The Transporter? You don't want to, but you have to? I have to because I live out in Gugong now, so there's no like real bus services or uh, you know, wait, wait for me to get to work safely yeah. back and forth. What did you yeah. pay for it? Um, so at the time that I bought it, they had a, uh, a deal going on mm-hmm. where they were basically trying to clear off the, the models they had for the new, ver- for the latest versions. Yeah. Yeah. The 2018 ones. Um, sorry, 2019 ones. Yeah. Um, so it was going for $30,000. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But I, yeah, I managed to, you know, talk talk the guy into giving me all the extras and um, tinted windows and the, the, the stripes on the top and that kind of thing. Oh, you did get the stripes? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it weighs, what's the, so it's 1,300 kilos roughly. That's good. Nice power to weight ratio. Do you drive it hard? Um, I haven't for the past few months just because, of, you know, the engine's bedding in and everything. So, And the, the mechanic said not to not to go too hard on it. Okay, so the um, how many Ks has it got on it now? I'm not quite sure, really. I haven't I haven't checked. You'd have a couple, a few thousand on it already. Yeah, yeah. So you should six, you should be driving about it seven normal. or yeah under yeah. ten definitely. So you're about ready to yeah. start smashing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> look, look at it this way: you hate driving, so hate your car. And I don't hate the car. The car, the car's lovely. I love driving. And, it's and my demonstrate like it's, that it's hate first. by picking the correct cornering lines, uh, redlining the vehicle on a regular basis. <laughs> Do you turn. redline? Do you redline it, Alf? I haven't yet. Do you have no. options on on the auto gearbox to like sport mode and all that, where it automatically redlines? Oh, so stuff? it's like it's it's auto, but it you know it's got the the pedals that you can shift gears and stuff. So it, it has a manual mode. Flappy paddles. Yeah, the paddles. It's Joe, it. did I hear you say there's a 2.2 litre version of this car? Uh, two litre. Two litre. How much power does that one have? Because I don't think that's available in Australia. You can't get that in Australia. It appears that it's only available overseas. And how yeah, much I think power that was does a that special, have? That was a special model where you get the um, you get your name engraved on the the foot uh, pedals when you when you get it. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. We were talking yesterday about the i30 turbo, and I'm assuming the two liter in that would be the same as the two liter in if the two liter version of the Veloster was available. I think I think they call it the signature model. Okay. Yeah. Did you get your I don't name know. engraved on it? No, no, I didn't want to spend that much money. Don't, oh, okay. Don't know it's where the 2019. The two liter one comes out in 2019, and it's the Veloster yeah. N turbo. Yeah, there so we go. So it's the same as the. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's like a much more hardcore. That's, that's going to yeah, haul us. Uh, 200 kilowatts. Well, I don't even know if it's exactly 200, but we'll see. Let's 
Let's see what. Well, two hundred and two kilowatts, two hundred and seventy-one horsepower. Uh, yeah, so and three hundred and fifty-three newton meters of torque. That's pretty good. It's going to have low sixes, zero to a hundred time. So yeah, that that's a completely different beast. Definitely is. Yeah, that's like a the difference between. Yeah, that's a faster. That's like the kind of like the old Megane, the old Renault Megane, because that was front wheel drive, had about the same amount of power, yep. about 270 horsepower. So if they've, problem is though, if they're sticking a torsion beam at the back, I suspect it's not going to handle anywhere near as good as a Megane. But anyway. It would be 10 grand cool. cheaper than the Megane though, I think. I don't know. That's because you you don't have independent rear suspension. That, yeah. That's where the 10 grand goes. <clears throat> Definitely. Well, I mean, that's why the Megane costs 65 grand that that version when we test drove that back in the day god damn that was fun you came <clears> so <throat> close to buying one of those didn't you i i said i'll buy it but i'm not going to pay full retail for it so i was i think they wanted i think they wanted oh, 60 grand or something i said 55 i'll take it for 55 but they wouldn't what's the, for the famous line out of tropic tropic thunder you never go full retail is that it <laughs> sounds about right yeah so Alf, um, would you are you happy with the car? Yeah, I love it. You it's love like it. it's got all the all the things that I wanted. Would you buy yeah. again or would you like if it, if you crashed it now and had to replace it, would you go and get another one of the exact same car? Or would you be like, Oh cool, I've tried that, I'm gonna try something else? Um I'll, I'll, basically I like this the styling of it as well, like the look of it. So I probably would get it again. Yeah. And if I maybe, you know, maybe spend a bit extra on it to put more features on it, if if there's another model that has it, but like, as it is, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Like laser guns? Something like that, yeah. What features are we talking? Oh, uh, so like what I wanted would, would be to have, um, and I think they've had a few issues with this, with like the, my sister Swift has the... You know the the system that keeps you a certain distance behind. Oh, uh, yeah. Did she get a brand new Swift? Yeah, so she got that about a year ago now. I think the sport Collision or the detection. normal. The sport. Oh, she's she, got a she, sport. She had a some issues with with that system where it would like just detect. Um, it would do the complete opposite. Is that <laughs> it, would, it would just detect the car as must though collide. it was like really close, and it would just slam on the brakes. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> And they had to get that fixed. So, so she's got a, a 1.4 liter. We were talking about that yesterday, Joe. The 1.4 liter turbo Suzuki Swift Sport. Yeah, she loves it. Manual or auto? Auto. Auto, yep. <sighs> we were talking yesterday about getting a, a manual one, putting some springs in it, like some coilovers in it, getting an exhaust and a tune on it, and having this little... Um, little go-kart basically little um hmm. little buzz box but looks completely you know under the radar because your car looks like a sports car the veloster right. looks yep. like a sports car so you, yeah yeah it very much at the lights everyone's like oh yeah that's a sports car but you see the suzuki swift sport you really have to know what you're looking for unless you've got racing lines drawn all over it hmm. the average person looks at it and goes oh yeah that's just a car yeah yeah it's pretty pretty um unassuming yeah yeah like me very unassuming. Yeah, very unassuming. <laughs> Interesting. But it drives it, nice. Yeah. It's a cool car. It is a cool car. I'm very I, I glad like, that you got it. I like what Hyundai are able to do now for the price. And their yeah. quality's improved a ton as yeah. well. So yeah, you're, you're getting pretty decent 
pretty decent bang for buck. Yeah. I was glad you didn't just go out. Sorry, go. You, you go. Yeah, I mean, just just some cars are just... You pay a premium because of the of the badge. You know, you don't really get that. You mm. get better value for money mm. with the Hyundai's. Yeah, I'm glad it's you like didn't, didn't get like a, a stock Golf or a, ter- or a sports Hyundai. Definitely get the sports Hyundai. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other one I was looking at was a, a Clio. Hmm. Yeah. Because it had... Like, because I have an Apple phone and Apple devices, I wanted to have Apple Play, but the mm. Clio didn't have Apple Apple CarPlay. Oh. The Clio is not what it used to be, but it's still, like, from a, a driving experience, yeah. I would say superior to the Hyundai because yeah. it's got independent rear suspension and it's got, like, a pretty decent chassis setup. The only beef that I have, which is what most of the enthusiasts, Clio enthusiasts have with the new one, is that... Uh, it's no longer naturally aspirated, so they've gone turbocharged because efficiency, emissions, all that. Yep. And it didn't come in a manual. It only comes, only came in an automatic. Hmm. So remember the one that I used to have, the Red Bull, the yep. black one? Yep. So that was the last of the naturally aspirated six-speed manual right. transmission ones. Yep. And that was um, well, that's, super fun that's, to drive. That's where they lost me, is they didn't have CarPlay. They had CarPlay. What's that? If they had CarPlay, I would have got it. <laughs> the the Clio, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it does have a big funky screen on it, though, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like it's got it's got all the yeah, all the fancy stuff, all the screen and everything. But it yeah. just didn't it didn't play well with the Apple phone. So yeah, everyone's doing the um like that the new Renault again, and I'm sure that when the new Clio comes out, it'll be the same thing. They're sticking the big iPad thing, you know, kind of like the Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of cool, like the. I guess you could probably say that maybe second or third generation touchscreens like the one in in my car. It's 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 laggy. It's not as good as yeah, like an iPad. Right, an iPad is super responsive. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Super responsive. Yeah. So it'll be cool. What's uh? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think mine uses the capacitive screen, so it's not it's not super responsive. Yeah, I mean they're better than those ones at Expo eighty eight. Yeah, that's right. But, but yeah, I mean. Everything comes in stages, doesn't it? Yeah. Remember the really old, shitty LCD screens from like the 19... There were a couple of cars, like the Japanese cars, sports cars were doing it in the early 90s. The Hondas, the Preleas and stuff like that were had like a LCD display and that was like, you know, high-tech stuff. Mm. And if you look at them now, they're garbage. It's like Those the original notebooks. Running. I remember Dad used to bring a notebook home from work and you couldn't look at it more than 10 degrees to the left or the right because the colours would disappear. Well, some of the... Oh, yeah, that's right, on certain angles. Yeah, that yeah. would terrible. Yeah, it would look yellow. You had stuff, to be yeah. directly level, yeah. smack bang in the centre, otherwise you would just lose the, the, uh, the viewing angle. That must have been crazy yeah. inventing that stuff when you're, you're like, oh, it looks amazing, and then you're, oh, how are we going to fix this? I don't know how any of that stuff works. Well, it's crazy now with like retina screens and you know all the wide, wide angle... Wide viewing angle? Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It is insane. It is insane. The um the the setup that I've got now in my room, I, I moved the PlayStation or my gaming consoles upstairs and I've got it hooked up to a, a smaller a smaller TV. 
but the TV that it's hooked up to is probably at least 10 years older or maybe less than 10 years older than the one that I've got downstairs in the lounge room where, where the PlayStation was connected before. There's such a big difference in mm. image quality. So, Is that the old plasma? Like, yeah, the old piney plasma. Like it's it's really good for movies, just not quite as good for, for gaming. Yeah, it you need that, quite that as fast sharp. response time. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't ghost, it just just doesn't look as sharp the refresh yeah, rate's not there the the speed the visuals it's not there yeah like the the one downstairs is super sharp yeah and that was like the last generation of plasma tvs that they made you c- can't get them anymore wait is your one downstairs a plasma as well yeah man i Deliberately. thought it was an lcd nah nah i still i still think that lcds are not as good no they these. don't they, they don't have as good blacks the blacks. plasmas apparently the new what is it ULEDs? The, the new ones that are out yeah. are, are supposed to do blacks as good, if not better, than plasmas. But you're, you're, you're but the best at ones 10 are, grand, right? So OLEDs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that. I mean, that's the thing. They, they just cost so much less to produce Yeah, the right. LEDs. Like the plasmas were costing, I think, four or five times as much to make in the factories and they were had to sell them for the same price. So, of course, all those companies are going to pull out of that. I remember... My plasma was thirty five hundred everywhere, and I got it for sixteen or eighteen sixteen hundred at at um, Costco because no one wanted a plasma because there weren't many left around, so everyone assumed they were inferior. Mm. But it weighs it. It weighs fifty five kilos. It's a heavy television. The, the plasma. Yeah, because yeah, it's they a, get mad hot. Well, it's got a glass screen. So they're heavy. They get hot, and they produce a hell of a lot more power. Sorry, not producer. Consume. They're breakable too. Apparently, companies lost in transit a certain percentage of them because the glass screens would break. Well, so not only that, if you tilt them, because there is there is liquid inside them. Yeah, you can't turn if the you, back on. Yeah, if, if you yeah, if you, you just ruin it, you ruin the screen. So, so. you got to wait till it sits there for forty eight hours for <laughs> everything to realign. <laughs> They're a crazy technology. So yeah, plasma versus OLED. Yeah, so uh, OLEDs superseded the, the plasma now in terms of um like the blacks and stuff like that Con- yeah. contrast ratios are, are better but yeah I, I have no idea how much a big one costs i'm gonna have a quick look at jb hi-fi what do you run for what a television you? alf i've got a plasma what do you have though got a 42 inch plasma um what, what brand it? i think it's sony a Sony plasma? What year is that from? I think, I think they stopped making Sony. plasmas a long time ago. Well, I've had it for like since... 1964. Seven, seven years, eight years. Okay. It's still pretty expensive, man. I mean, holy shit. So a 77-inch LG costs 11 grand for JB. So that's not a big enough yeah. jump yet either in size. That's 4K. I mean, if you're going to buy... A, high-end tv these days it ha- it's got to be 4k but yeah a, a sony 55 inch so dropping all, in fact let's just say 65 inch six and a half thousand between five grand and six and a half thousand when are you getting a new tv and joe not anytime soon good alf when are you getting a new tv hopefully soon yeah but i probably about? won't go full oled because that's just way over the top you never go full oled for for oh. <laughs> Check for out, my budget I would check out the Hisense because Hisense you know again bang for buck 55 inch 4K OLED ultra high definition 2.5 Gs yeah, which but means you could get it for like 2200 yeah mm. I don't know I'm looking I'm looking 
thinking of getting a 60 inch 60 60 60 so the cheapest so 60 range. inch what's your price what's yeah. your budget Alf? four four grand i don't have one yet because i haven't actually because you know you can get not like 11k no obviously not 11k but you yeah. know for four grand you can get a 75 inch sony 4k uhd led for four grand and that would look amazing you might as well wait and yeah a, I'm, I'm just biding my time at the wait moment. another year like they'll cost yeah. they'll be 30 percent cheaper in a year's yeah. time i just basically because i'm i'm still setting up my my place at the moment so waiting yeah. until um that's all your done. place as in your house or your place is my in your house, place yep. in the world yep. my house and um so the kitchen's getting finished off this week yeah um, yeah, yeah well you know the splashback and all that are you putting a tv behind um, the splashback no no not going that far so you can get for six and a half grand an 85 inch 4k uhd led that's pretty interesting but yeah i want, I want something that's going to have because i've got a ps4 pro and i yeah. use that a lot so i just want to yeah have something that i'd know. say don't go don't go below 85 inches really no no yeah okay not below 85. nothing below 85 because you want it to last okay. you for 10 years you know you get a 60-inch TV, it's going to be small in five years. Yeah. I wouldn't mind hearing from the from our That's seven true. or eight listeners. Jump on the Facebook page and tell us what kind of TVs you're running and what you recommend. You know what TV I'm going to get next? What? I'm going back to the projectors. That's what I was thinking. Should I get a projector instead? Yes. Because i got a black, big blank wall. Yes. And paint it. Buy some projector reflective yeah, paint. Yeah, some reflective paint. Paint that wall. And just go hardcore, 14 feet, Only. 16 feet diagonal. They cost three or four grand for a really good bright one in 4K. You won't regret it. They're amazing. I wish I'd, I loved my old projector. So you should definitely get one, Alf, if you can darken your room, which I believe you can, because you've got proper blinds and stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I w- yeah. I would definitely get one, but there's just too much light. Yeah, you, got, you, gotta, you live in a glass house. Yeah, you house. got heaps. so and then yeah if I moved it upstairs then I'd be better off with the TV no no you should get Joe you should get that that glass that's electronically controlled that just darkens oh yeah the tinting glass have you seen that that's That's awesome that's a good idea not the most practical thing unfortunately (laughs) no not so much though (laughs) Um, but yeah that would be cool yeah Alf gaming on a on a projector is just magic I know I sound like such a piece of shit when I say that. I'm like, gaming on a projector is just magic. You'll never yeah, regret I haven't, it. Mario's I haven't actually tool. looked into it, into projectors. I've just been concentrating on, well, just basically having a look at TVs. But when it comes closer to the time when I'm considering it, I'll, I'll have a look. They're good now. The The lamp life you get with projectors is crazy. Oh, so yeah. much better. So Compared much brighter. To it used to be. Yeah, brighter, better, longer. And they weren't bad when I had one 10 years ago. They were good then, but now they're really good. Hmm. I bought a BenQ for work back in 2000 and 2011. And I still use it at work today. It's still running strong. Same lamp. I'm hmm. just waiting for a die one day, but it's still going strong. That's good. And it's got hundreds of hours of use. Um, yeah, so if you want to go all the way to the high-end, ultra-high-definition 4K projectors, you're looking at about, yeah, 5800 bucks. Like, if you want to get the absolute best, and that's a BenQ. 
2200 lumens, 50,001 uh, contrast ratio, 18.2 kilograms. Jesus Christ, that is heavy. <laughs> that yeah, is they're, heavy. because the lenses on them weigh a ton, dude. They're thick glass. They have a stack of really expensive lenses in them to make them blow up without losing any proportion or definition. It's like a reverse 31 decibels, camera. fan noise. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, when you're watching a movie, you can't really hear them. They're just kind of like a light... Yeah, Did you I'm hear that? I should get... I used to get... A, I had a job working for projector companies as a projector impersonator. Oscar Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> He projects movies uh, on behalf of cinemas when he moonlights. He's such a good actor that he can he can project a film. Oh, speaking of good actors... Using his eyes. Tell me the megastar who you think has been dragged through the mud, rightly or wrongly, I'm not going to judge, recently, in the last few years. That's right, Johnny Depp. Dragged through the mud? Dragged through That's the mud. A- what do you mean? I was just copying a lot of flack because apparently he had some uh, physical fights with his ex-girlfriend. I don't know the full story. Maybe he beat her up. Maybe he didn't. Thumbs down if he did. Did. Thumbs down if he... I don't even know. Anyway, irrelevant. Um, he was in the new Harry Potter film I went and saw last night. He oh, is, yeah. How'd you go? He is an absolute powerhouse. The movie, while it was interesting enough because I wanted to see what happened, the movie is a mess. I do not recommend seeing it. Um... J.K. Rowling is an amazing novelist, but the plot of the movie is a novel's plot and it felt like a highlight reel from a book as opposed to an actual film. But Jude Law is good in it. Johnny Depp is great in it. He has a lot of really hard stuff to do, stuff that could be easily fucked up by a lesser actor, and he just makes it all feel real. He's crazy. Oh, it blew my... I was like, oh, wow, let's see if Johnny Depp's going to mail it in or like he did in the Willy Wonka movie or if he's going to be really good. And I was like, oh, no, he's still... It's like when a, a soccer player transfers to another club and then scores all these goals and you're like, oh, yeah, they're still a superstar. You know? Great. Absolutely great. Alf, are you a big... Um, have you read any of the Harry Potters? No, no. I've only watched the first two movies as well. Oh, the movies are terrible. Don't watch so, the yeah. movies. The books are great. Yeah. Movies are terrible. I haven't read them. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm a muggle. I'm, full on, full on muggle. I'm deliberately avoiding these movies and the books. So another full on muggle. You promised me you were going to listen to Stephen Fry read them, Joe. <laughs> 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 ah, that's so funny. It's almost like you get enjoyment out of me. Um, I do. You, I telling do. I'm you sorry. You're enjoy I'm sorry something, to admit it. And then you don't do it. It's like a small rebellion. It's like um, back my ex-girlfriend, she used to hate when I would leave. I'd be running late for work and I'd eat a banana quickly before I left. and I'd leave the banana peel on the sink or on the bench in a rush. And she'd say, don't leave the banana peels on the bench. And so I got to the point where, you know, when you peel a banana, you can peel it, the, the skin into really thin, um, thin strips. And I would use those strips to write words on the bench. <laughs> and so I'd leave messages saying sorry I didn't put the banana peel away written in banana peel oh, no. on the bench it's quite cute I thought I was really troll. 
Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Let's talk about these t-shirts we need to get made. Yeah. And I've been talking about getting a cycling kit made as well. Cycling kit as well? A cycling kit, yeah. yeah. I want to put some some beast and monkeys on my, uh, on my on a cycling kit. Can I just say, when you said cycling kit, I thought you meant like mm. turning your bike into like a... Um, what was that? Oh, God. David Hasselhoff show, Knight Rider, and the car was called Kit, and you kit. could talk to it, turning your bike into like Kit. Cycling kit. <laughs> that was a cycling kit. That was a Pontiac Trans Am, I think. Yeah, and the car could talk. Imagine your bike could In talk bike. to you. Then it had like weapons it does. on it. It does. To be fair, what it probably costs more than it? a Trans Am it says, these days. Ride me, <laughs> ride me so I hard. I don't doubt that. Do you ride your bike hard, Jeff? I do. And what does it tell you? I do indeed. It tells me. It tells me to keep going. So Alf. Yes. Alf, graphic designer of the Beast Monkey podcast. From your design perspective, are you thinking a t-shirt would be with the the normal logo or would you do a new one, like a, an animated three-dimensional version of it? No, 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 no. I'm thinking for the first the first ones, we do like a standard standard run. Yeah. With, with, our, with the standard logo. Yeah, I'd like a black one with the logo. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd look sweet. Or black or white, you know. All colours. White's all right, but everyone it's, gets it's custom t-shirts in white. Oh, red would be yeah, good. Hey. But red would be nice too. Yeah. Hey, question for you guys. Yeah. So I now I googled Beast Monkey, and heaps of shit comes up now. Yeah. Like Twitter, the YouTube, um, Player FM comes up. That's kind of cool. For us. But that's also when you're logged into Google, right? Yes. Yeah. So, that's so is it personalizing my, my hits? Yep. Is yep. it? Yep. Do so we need to copyright this a... shit, by the way? Because I'm if, not big on copyright, yeah. but I don't know how that all works. Yeah, it's a, it's a very involved process if you want to actually trademark and, um, you know, go, go that whole route. Well, can we leave that with you, Alf? Can you afford it? How much does it cost? You'd have to get lawyers and stuff. Joe's it's a lawyer. pretty expensive. Joe, aren't you a lawyer? Shall I call him lawyer? There's another guy on Instagram who's got um, hashtag beast monkeys and he's obviously into some kind of fitness thing. Mm. Yeah, it's just all fitness stuff. Australian too. Yeah, there is an Aussie one there. Is it Australian? It could, could well, just be international. Sydney Opera House. looks like Bondi. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of arses doing the open gym stuff. You know the open gym? Yeah, yeah. No, what's open gym? You don't know what open gym is? So, that the new construction they've done out at Acton, it's like a sort of esplanade thing that they've built. So, that's got an open gym. And when I ride past there in the mornings, there's always like stacks of people now, especially now that the weather's better. Oh, like free um, free gym yeah, yeah. equipment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of... Um, a lot of ass play, fingering, handsy stuff. Is that touch what, Is that what we're talking? Yeah. Is that what we're talking? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> no, Not quite. sorry. Sorry. I was confused. I was uh, just a person I know called Jim. He's called Open Jim. No. <laughs> so. Jim's Jim. 
<laughs> Jim's Jimmyography. Um, that was a. I like that idea. You know, you know the the Jim's franchise, Jim's mowing and mm. Jim's Jim's Jim. Jim. It's a cool idea, but I wouldn't want to give any money to them. Because if you have that branding, you have to give them a percentage. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Gold's Gym in, in Fishwick. There's one in Fishwick and Gungarland, right? Or is there just one? I, don't, I didn't know there was one in Gungarland. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm not sure if it's, it's like still open. Big, big franchise thing now. Yeah. I, I wonder if it'd be... I can't imagine... I don't know. I'm not a big gym person. I prefer to work out at home. I I don't understand. Most people who use the gym don't need gym equipment. They could easily work out at home and one year's gym fee would cover yeah. buying the equipment for their house, but they need the motivation or they like getting out of the house to do it. I understand that. There's a social aspect. There's also the uh, physical constraints of having a gym in your house. Not everyone has the space. So there's all, all sorts of factors. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I, I understand why people do like going to gyms. They got too much time on their hands and they just want to waste time. I think that's the main one, isn't it? Well. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, Alf, you, you, what's your exercise regime looking like right now? Uh, Just lots of walking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Monday. How much walking are you doing Mondays? I walk from my car to... <laughs> To the office Is the regime day. possibly not the correct word for that? Probably not, no What would you call it? A schedule? I have, I have like like you know, sporadic sessions of push-ups and squats and whatnot But they're very, very far Few and far between What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, 8-ish, 8.30 Oh, alright <laughs> Yeah, I'm not an early riser like you You're a night owl you're a night owl, aren't you, Alf? I am, definitely. definitely. Which has been proven, so. hasn't it? You've read the book, The Sleep Book, haven't you, Joe, by Matt Walker? 30% of the population are night owls. They're not actually lazy. That's how their genetics have designated them. So the pack would only be asleep for four hours instead of eight. Who so said they were lazy? I never said for, that you were lazy. I didn't, well, for generations, people who stay up late and get up late have been designated as lazy, undriven, etc and now because they're they finding genetic early. traits that so that that's their predisposition at my work it's like that these people who get in at eight o'clock and leave at four i get in at nine thirty, and they're always like afternoon in a smug voice i'm always like yeah. what yeah. and they're like <laughs> afternoon i'm like what do you mean and they're like getting in late i'm like this isn't late what are you talking about i just call them out on it i'm sick of it i hate it yeah. I hate these people who just think because they get in early. They get, they'll get they get in at 8 o'clock. And Joe, this is not a disparaging mark about all cyclists, but quite a lot of them sit at their desk wearing Lycra for 10 minutes. They get in, they log in, sit there for two minutes, and they go get changed and have a shower for half an hour, come back at 8.45, make their breakfast. They've been on the clock since 8 o'clock. And then they make their breakfast and sit there eating breakfast and then go, go for a coffee walk at 9. They don't start work till 9.25. They've been working for really? five minutes when I get in, but they've been on the clock for an hour and a half. And then at 3.40, they go and get changed into their Lycra, come back, sit at their desk for two minutes in Lycra, and then log off at 3.57, and that's their eight till four. And, oh. Oh. That so would be a good... they're playing into the, the, oh. um, the uh, unproductive 
uh, lazy APS stereotype. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not saying? an APS thing. It's a it's an I don't like anyone who rides a bike thing. I'm talking about you. No, I think there is a percentage of people who take advantage of the situation. There's a percentage of people that take advantage of any situation. Some situations are more taking advantageable. Some are more susceptible to being taken advantage of. So eight thirty, yeah. Hmm. I, I'm and like you get out of work pretty late though, don't you? Uh, ten o'clock usually. Hey Alf, can you? What if you? You get to work at I 10, get to you work get out at what, six, seven. Yeah, six, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Alf, would you set your alarm fifteen minutes earlier and get up and do fifteen minutes of push-ups, squats, and sit-ups? Would I? As a challenge for this uh, podcast, if we give you a six-week challenge of every second day, not every day, it is three days a week, you set your alarm 15 minutes earlier, you drop out of bed, three sets of push-ups, squats, and sit-ups. I'd be more inclined to do it before I go to bed. Okay, well, that's, that's the deal then. Yeah. yeah, three times a week. And then you can, you can give Joe and me a little task, something. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. I mean, I'm, I'm not against it. Are, you, are you for it? You should come do martial arts. You should get back into that. What are we talking? Yeah, are we talking yeah. jiu-jitsu? We you used to do Krav Maga, yeah? I did. We could do yeah, Krav Maga yeah. or you could come do jiu-jitsu with us. I intend to go back as soon as my goddamn shoulder... It is getting better, actually. It's probably it is? About 50% yeah, how's the shoulder do? Just slow, though. Slow. Shoulder 50% up better. There's certain angles where it doesn't bother me anymore, but... Yeah. Um, if I do too much on any given day, um, it does get inflamed. So the other day when I was moving all that stuff, like it was pretty sore by the end of that. But mm. um, having said that, I, because I didn't have the power hooked up to my garage, I was opening up the door every morning and, and like a couple of times a day now that it's got power, I can use the remote control. I don't have to do that anymore, but no, my shoulder is feeling much better. Oh, the garage doors yeah, are automatic now? What's that? Yeah. The garage doors at the, at the yep. back are automatic. Yep. Remotes are, are hooked up. On the super shed. Nice. On the super shed, but Alf, you should, yeah, you should get back into um, you should get back into something, man. I've it's been meaning to, to get back to cycling, but I need to get my my bike uh, serviced. That sounds like an excuse to me. When are you booking your bike in for a service? The I haven't wanted to put in put it into my car either. Yeah, you're gonna struggle fitting it in there with yeah. It's not, it's not like it wouldn't be a struggle because I can put the seats forward. And Do you have to take the wheel off? Plenty of room. That? that was part of part of the um, my uh, specifications for a new car that it would fit my bike in the back without yeah. taking the wheel off or with. No, no, no. You have to take the wheel. When off. are you going to ride your bike, Chris? When I get shoes, Joe. When you I get shoes, the the bike doesn't have pedals, and so I need to buy special shoes for it. Do you know you can buy them online? Yeah, I do know that. The problem is money, and I'm currently about five grand more in more debt than I was when I got the bike. (laughs) I'm losing money hand over fist right now. (laughs) These Mm. floating moons are not cheap, Alf. And um, I've lost a lot less money on the last one than I did on this one. But um, I've just dropped 500 on the Melbourne Comedy Festival registration, and it's going to cost three grand for venue hire as well. So these are investments in my future. This is my career. This is um, hopefully we can get we can get enough people showing up so we actually cover the costs at the comedy festival. We'll see. 
I tell you what, we got 60% showing up to fill the 60% of the seats full at Floating Moon. If we fill 60% of our seats at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, we're going to clear about 10 grand. Which is fair enough. I think that's fairly popular, right? There's a lot of shows down there. It's a yeah. bit of a pig and a poke, but it's a lot to learn. Yeah, but it's Melbourne, man. It's a big population. Yeah. And a lot of people come for comedy. If we can get a good mm. review, the sky's the limit. If we can get a good review in some magazine... Um, do a bit of promotion. Either way, it'll be a great experience. Whether it goes really well, it'll be great. If it goes badly, we'll learn what to do better. Um, Have you thought about where you're going to host the show? Like which venue? Oh, we've already got the venue. It's a place called the Fad. Is it in the city? The Fad Gallery right in the CDB, yeah. Raf was down there. He took some photos of it already. Um, yeah, so, cool. so, so this is a floating moon event? No, this is, uh, no? well, I guess it's a floating moon extension, but we're not using okay. the name floating moon. It's just uh, me and one of the guys from floating moon doing a split right, right. bill, um, 25 minutes each, basically. It's an hour long show, but honestly, once people are sitting down and going, we've got seven till eight o'clock, 12 nights over two weeks at this venue. So we'll be on all the forms and, um, flyers and programs and all that stuff mm. it was a bit of a last minute thing to put in but it's done and uh yeah we'll see how we go 15 dollars tickets i think 15 dollars for adults 12 for students 10 dollars on tuesdays there you go for our melbourne listeners <laughs> for our thousands and thousands of melbourne listeners if only the date if only fifty thousand percent of our listeners from melbourne come we'll sell out every night you can invite the American audience, given that's that's where uh, most of our listeners are, are based. Yeah. There's like 60 of them. Let's give a shout out spread to, the word. to all Americans. Come and watch it. That's so weird. Come to Melbourne and watch it. <laughs> it's not weird. This is, we target, these are, it sounds all ad-libbed, but all of our conversations and comments and remarks are fully scripted and targeted towards the American market. So it's not an accident. It's a lot of work. And that's where the, the money American is. beast monkey. That's where the market is. <laughs> Alf, what's your week looking like going forward? Uh, so tomorrow I'm taking the day off because <laughs> I'm having the, the <laughs> splashback put into the kitchen. So I just need to make sure that they do it right and clean up after. It doesn't sound like a day off. It sounds like more work than a regular day. I mean, it's a day off from work, from my regular work. But, you know, there's still housework and stuff to do. So I'll be doing that. And then... Checking these guys will rock up. Oh, they're better because they've been oh, like. Yeah, we'll let you know. There's no, no way. No, 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 be no. There. They're better. There's no way they'll be there. Alf. They they were supposed to do it when they put the uh, bench tops in a couple of weeks ago, and they didn't, and they didn't get back to me, or they didn't get back to IKEA, which is the company that I'm doing it through. And so for a time there, that was like, what's going on? No idea. And so I had to call up IKEA and say, what's going on? <laughs> and they, they said... What oh, did we'll, IKEA we'll, say? Did they have we'll a... We'll try to get onto them. A Swedish accent? No, no, no. They're, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. We don't know what's going on. Is that how they sound? <laughs> no. So, yeah, ba- bas- they basically chased them up and you know they figured out that there was some issues with getting the glass or something. So... They're getting it. Well, they they got it on Friday, and then they'll be installing it on Monday. So yeah, they so better do it. That's all I'm saying. So I had to um, call in an excavator to dig a trench to run the mains over to my garage. 
And um, so I organized this guy to come in. It was last weekend before last, I think it was. And then, you know, had everything organized and, um, you know, had the electrician scheduled to come in on the Monday. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like 11 o'clock Saturday morning. So like, where is this guy? So I gave him a call. And he's like, oh, I was, you know, I tried calling you to confirm, but you didn't answer your phone. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to send you a screenshot of my call log? That, that's what I said. And he was like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm sorry. Hold on. And anyway, he came in on the Monday. I don't know why people lie about that stuff anymore when you've got mobile phones that record everything that happens. Hmm. Yeah. This isn't the 19... It's not 1986. Bob Hawke's not the Prime Minister. He even, he even said that he left me a message. <laughs> what? You said, oh, yeah, I tried calling you, I left you a message. No, you didn't. <clears throat> and then he's just, you call him on it and he goes, oh, liar. sorry, sorry for lying to you. Goddamn liar. Wow, that's, um, I guess maybe he's a time traveler. Maybe he's just a compulsive liar. Or maybe people he's are like just that. a tradesperson. Maybe. I'm <laughs> that's generalizing. Just, that's generalizing, Joe. I think that's disrespectful to all our listeners who are tradies. <laughs> Probably got 20, percentage-wise, reliable. Reliable, punctual, who do high quality work at all times. All the beast monkeys. I don't mean. Do. I don't mean to disrespect those tradespeople. All the beast monkeys. Blinds ones online. Who are the? It's the vast majority of them who behave, you know, professionally at all times. The customer service is, you know, paramount. Paramount for sure. I've actually never met a tradie who doesn't behave well and doesn't slack off and doesn't overcharge or overquote. Or speed on roads. Or speed, or tailgate, or... Or, or thro- you know, throws fast food packaging out the window, or, you know, half-lit cigarettes. Or leaves piles of garbage on sites when they leave, or just, like, pours concrete somewhere and puts a bit of grass over the top of it so you find it later. I've never met anyone leaves. who does that. Yeah. Neither have I. Doesn't and all the ones up. that I've had, they're all fantastic. You they're know, they really good. They they organize a time and they they come you know early. You know, in my experience, they always they always rock up early. You know, yeah, you, they're there I'll before you the are. Trouble of taking a, a day off work and in every single time they've come. You know, I've never been inconvenienced by that. It's they good. go far and above and beyond the call. I guess it's, because it's more than a job to them. It's like a calling. It's like a vocational okay. thing. If only we had that level of dedication from the people running the country. From every other industry. Indeed. The only industry that comes close to that is probably the uh, the sex industry. The prostitution industry is quite a good service interest provider as well. Sex workers. Sex workers. Yes. They come early, they come often. It's good. Are they unionized? I, th- I, th- I believe they are now. I think Bob Hawke yeah. went, went a great yeah. length, spent a lot of time with him to make sure they were unionized, yes, back in the 80s. Hmm. Yeah. And then Keating deregulated. Keating came in and he goes, this is a... This deregulation has to happen. This is a recession the, the sex workers of Australia had to have. <laughs> 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 oh man <laughs> I miss Paul Keating though being silly getting getting back to the topic I will design some t-shirt designs yep and then what 
I'll send you the template for the cycling kits because they're all like pretty standard. Because um, you know, printers are fairly standard. Um, there's, there's a place. Some, you know, I was so many places gonna say there's a place it. in Fishwick that yeah. does custom ones. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They custom. use good quality kits. Yeah. yeah, that's what we were gonna go with with our with my work. Okay. When I and I actually went to the trouble of designing a full kit. Do I need to get measured up for the Beast Monkey cycling kit? Are you going to cycle? When I get the shoes, I am. <laughs> I, need to, I, want, I want to lose some. I want to lose that ten kilos before I get that kit, though. Well, the bike's going to be a great way to do it because it's low impact. Like you've, you've busted your foot up from all the running. You said it was from the running, wasn't no, it? No, I hurt the foot from um, the stupid stationary bike. <laughs> what? Um, it's the there's a wraparound tendon on the outside of the of the foot and the um the foot strap remember on the cycle on the on the pedal yeah that yeah. was rubbing against it and that caused the inflammation uh, and so when oh i went for yeah. runs after that that was what the problem was so um i just have to take the foot strap off my stationary bike and just build up again with my running and i'll be fine that ended up Some being padding on it or something well just not use hmm. the strap i don't need the strap mm. i don't know why i needed it I was just using it and it was just a, a bad move. Well, the bike's great for low impact. Yeah, definitely. No, I'm it's keen so to use it. should ride to my house. I will. One day I'm just going to show up and you're not going to be there. You're going to be in Melbourne without telling me or something like that. Tell you what though, Joe, when I ride out there, if I'm exhausted, you're going to have to drive me home. Sure. It's That's got to be at least... How many kilometers are you away from Belconnen, you reckon? About what, 10k? Oh, 10k to Belco, yeah. So... It's a 30-kilometer ride. It's a 30-kilometer ride to your house. 30, 40? Nah, it's more than that, dude. It's more like 45-ish, I reckon. 45? 39? The, Google it. No, it's about, it's about 45 because it's 35 kilometers or 30, 30, just under 35 kilometers to, um, to Belconnen from my house to work. 35 so it's a 70k return trip so to your place if it's another 10k there you go it's about 45 what's your exact address say it say it live don't say it on yeah the that's podcast. a good idea that's a good idea thank you chris <laughs> so yeah hurry up and get on that bike yeah so it's 50 kilometers 50 to Carl wow. yeah to to where we're talking it's probably a little bit further it's pretty much a straight line though you go straight through Civic well that's if you take all the main roads which I wouldn't um, because it's not particularly interesting like it's better to come around through like through Lake Burley Griffin that's that's along that's along the lake I mean, that's along the lake, yeah. this look. Yeah, but it's more scenic, more yeah. interesting. No, what I'm saying is the, the, the route that I've got, when I, go th- when I say through Civic, I mean that's along the lake. Oh, okay, righto. So this one's yeah, coming okay. down, yeah, yes. Drake Brockman Drive around the outside there. It's pretty much the route I drive. I was, I'm shocked that actually is almost a straight line, my drive to your house. So 100k ride, there you go. Yeah, I wouldn't be if doing I, 100. I, I, could, I could do half of it. Hmm. It I says it's a, it, it'd be it'd take me about two and a half hours. Oh, it's four, yeah, forty five via cycle paths. Yeah, 
God, the the ride, it's about 450 meters downhill. But, um, yeah, the climb up to my place is good, especially when you get to my driveway. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be doing That's killer. I haven't even included that because I didn't get too specific. You have to do it. Uh, you can't get off the bike. I would be dead. Uh, I wouldn't, so, though. I wouldn't ride it without having done a few rides at home. And so here's, here's a challenge. My legs are built for riding. You know that. Chris, before, um, before the end of the year, you need to ride to my house. Before the end of the year. <laughs> it's a big ask. <laughs> He's like, holy shit. I don't know if I can do that. More it's all in your head. More to, no, it's not in my head. It's more to do with being able to afford the shoes before Christmas. It's all in his wallet. It's all in my wallet. <laughs> I've just put off my rates. I had to call them up and get a one-month extension on my rates, and that's $500. I just dropped $500 at the vet. I just dropped $500 on the comedy festival, Regio. I'm saving up to pay the, the fucking hiring fee of the venue, which is three k by early February. I'm scraping by for every dollar right now. So, so any listeners out there who want to donate some cycling shoes? What size are you? Somewhere between 11 and 13 or 10 and 13. I don't know what cycling shoes run like. Good Probably point. 11 or 10. I've never ridden so, with clips either, so I'll just be falling over the whole time. I am not yeah, a good that, cyclist. Do you remember the first time I got onto the, onto the bike? When, and you fell to the side. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's done that. Anyone who's ridden a bike has ridden. And you just watched me at least once. You were right there. You just watched me fall. <laughs> I was watching it in slow motion. It was awesome. Everyone, everyone says that as though it's a cool thing. I don't want to fall over, so I'm very hesitant just to do it at all. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm not falling over right now. Why would I do something yeah, that makes me fall over? If you're stationary, it's a lot harder. What do you mean? You know, you can't you can't balance stationary really. I can. Well, then you won't fall. You'd yeah, I've got pretty good balance. I actually sit on, stand on my bike on a wobble board, one tire on a wobble board at the front, and one tire on a wobble board at the back. It's easy. <laughs> I was trying to picture that. It's pretty hard to picture. I, I don't think Wait, I've is, ever is tried the to, wobble board. I've seen anything like that ever. <laughs> perpendicular to the to the bike. Sorry. Is the wobble board perpendicular to the bike, or is it? What do you mean? The wobble board's like, on the ground. <laughs> the wobble board. You know how it's got the, like it's the the axis is horizontal or like vertical aligned to no, you. No, no. Like the axis is three sixty degrees. Like there's no left or oh, right. Oh, okay. One of the one of those. Sorry, I thought you meant one of the other ones that. No, no, it's yeah, not it's left, left or right. right. It's everywhere, okay. every direction. Yep. So what color? Black kit? Oh, and definitely. So With white yeah, highlights. Black, black would look good. White and red highlights and a giant beast monkey yep. on the front. And the black name of red, the person on the back. Highlights. The name on the back. No, it's not a football shirt. The name on the names. back. We can, we can personalize ours. Yeah. But not everyone's. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, so the big... Big monkey on the on the chest on, on the, the front. Yeah. I reckon yeah. it would look sweet. And then the so wait, like I, I, the face, like I, one just a big giant face at the back. That would you, look unreal. Are you thinking Nick's and shirt? Yeah, yeah. So no, no bib, not a bib. 
Yeah, just the Nick sent the shirt. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yep. So I'll send you the template. Sweet. And the t-shirts, yeah, we'll, we'll I'll get a design for that and then we'll... Get the design sorted. I'll talk to Raph about his contact for the screen What did you say, screen camera. printed? Yeah, getting them professionally screen printed. They're, they're awesome. Nice. They look so much better than when you get them from those digital printing shops online. Yeah. They, the yeah. colors just really pop. He does them all. Like you go in there and he's got all the screens there. Like it's all, every single color is on a different screen and it looks amazing. He's just like got them pressed out. Oh, that's awesome. Old school. It looks so good. Like the super vaccinated garbage baby shirts I had done looks so good. Cool. All right. So we'll get that done. A couple of other things that are, are coming up. So my cousin Miguel Angel arriving from Chile on Thursday. My mom gets back as well. So I put up on Facebook. I've invited a few people. You guys included as well. So week after next Saturday, the 1st of December, just a, a muck around football match. Oh, that's a soccer match. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. I might, um, I might show up to watch. I can't play soccer. Yeah, that's fine. These knees and um, back are not built for that right now. <laughs> and the other thing that I want to organize before year's end, and we'll get Mr. Stamo in on this as well, because I spoke mm. to him this morning, um, have a, a talisman uh, run. Mm, with all the expansions, a proper one where we yep. actually get there early, get set up, have our food and coffee and everything ready to go. Yep. And we don't so mess around. Be- Really, really good would be if we had a nice, uh, warm, sunny Saturday where we could set it up outside. Um, oh, no, you uh, can't set it up outside. The wind would blow everything everywhere. But did I did I not just say no wind? I was about to say no wind before you, you rudely interrupted me if I didn't say No wind at your place. Bad memory. Your place is on yeah, the top of a it hill. It happens. Your place is on it top happens. of a hill, Joe. I, I live here. I think I know when I have wind and when I don't have wind. So Let me just say anyways. quickly, I've been to your house... 104 times never has it not been windy there so that's 104 percent wind so i'll organize a session <laughs> okay what are we talking arrival at 11 11 a.m arrival for the talisman yeah something like that yeah cool we'll, we'll see how we go because I, I we're running out of weekends between now and christmas it's going to be pretty hectic but um i do want to try and do it soonish you know what we've got to do around christmas as we'll, well? get kieran in as well because he was pretty keen we've got to try that warhammer set that i gave you i actually have to work <laughs> i've got to work these holidays i think i told you yeah you so, did that's fine i'm just saying yeah. sometime in the next three or four months it's like it's like the bike it's like you gave me the bike and i haven't ridden it and i gave you the board game and you haven't used it i'll tell you what when you ride to my house i'll paint the set it's not even about painting it at first. The first thing we have to do is clip all the pieces out and glue them together. And then once they're all set, then we can give them an undercoat. And then once they're all undercoated, then we can paint them. It's never going to happen. It's just like weird. We're too, we, we've got too much else on to actually do any of that stuff. It's just a nice idea to talk about as though we're going to do it. It is a nice idea. You know what else was a kind of related to that, which was a nice idea, was this new Warhammer game that came out two days ago, which looks unreal. What's it on? Um, Steam. So oh, it's a video, a video game. Yeah, it's turn-based, so it looks a lot like UFO, except it looks better because it's, it's obviously a, a, a next-gen yeah. game. Um, so it's kind of like Diablo, mm. turn-based, and it looks, it looks the shit. The name of it is Warhammer 40k. 
let me just grab that name because there's something related there too so it's not dawn of war come on it's called warhammer 40,000 mechanicus released 16th of november 2018 did they workshop that name mechanicus Mechanicus out of 300 and so yeah the re- reviews are very positive so far but I was watching some videos on that on YouTube today and it looks yeah. unreal it's cheap too it's only like 30 bucks US um, so what I like about this game as well is that the the games engine is obviously very detailed very good graphics you can customize you can paint within the game oh I like that too the characters yeah. so I thought that is cool then it doesn't actually rely on my you know dexterity and stuff like that i can get creative and design my own little dudes that is cool although i have to say i do love the idea of trying something at our age not that we're that old but we're certainly not teenagers anymore that requires learning a new skill like requires the brain and fingers and all that to gain dexterity at an older age and get better at something that we're crap at basically when there is time you know what i mean like a new function for the brain to adopt of like mm. getting good at doing something like that but obviously right now we don't have time i was thinking about that today actually i'm um i might teach myself java cool i might take that on can i give you another challenge no what that's enough challenges i haven't given you any challenges. life is challenging enough as is oh, i don't shut need up. Any more i want you to learn how to juggle life. in the next six months no i'm not gonna do what that. Are you, you kidding? Paint paint figurines. Figurines. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, I'm not challenging you to paint figurines. I just want you to learn how to juggle. I'm gonna could, Next time I come over, I'm going to bring juggling balls and I'm going to show you how to do it and you're going to learn how to juggle in six months. No, one month. No, Guaranteed. one month is not yep. very long. Dude, 10 minutes a day, one month. Not, no, just on the Dude, wobble board. Dude, I guarantee board. it. On the wobble board after you've done arms and shoulders, oh, yeah. you stand okay. on the right. wobble board and juggle and it will... Your brain will fire like it's never fired before. Okay. Two months. Boxers do it. MMA guys do a lot of juggling. Yeah. It's really good for getting mm. your balance and your concentration. So you're thinking while you're physically reacting. It's great. Hand and so eye coordination. I do wobble board Definitely. in between when I do high intensity interval training. Nice. I In between like the rest intervals, I do wobble. Well, juggle yeah, while you're doing it idea. as well. Stand on the wobble board juggling. I'm going to juggle you next time I see you. I used to, I do juggling while I'm rehearsing my bits. So I'll do, I'll say like a five minute bit, comedy bit in about two minutes while juggling to make it so I, I've got it at the back of my, on the fingertips. So even if people are heckling or I'm forgetting stuff or anything's happening, I can just remember the next line. I just use do that. that. Like if you get heckled, just carry some juggling balls. And just start them. juggling on stage. And have you heard juggling. that? I, it's, it was a really hard bit to memorize. Do you, have, you, have you heard my bit about the alphabet of fruit and vegetables? No. It's about, I think, the way it goes is like, apples don't ask, beetroot doesn't bark, carrots can't cry, and cauliflowers won't commiserate. It just goes through every letter talking about a fruit or a vegetable that doesn't have a trait that an animal has, which is why we don't care about fruits and vegetables, so we can eat them. You know, dates don't dance, eggplant don't entertain, figs don't fuss, and fennel doesn't fret, ginger can't grip, herbs can't hiss, ivy has no eyes, jalapenos can't jump. Kale can't canter, lettuce doesn't leap, lines don't lick, mushrooms won't meow, nashi pears never kneel, onions don't offer, potatoes don't panda, parsley rarely peep, peaks, rhubarb won't react, spinach never speaks, 
Strawberries can't stare. Tomatoes can't talk. Ugly fruit isn't ugly and avocados can't walk. Watercress refuse to wash. X fruit doesn't exist. Yuzu isn't young and brainy and zucchini is never zany. Boom. It's good, right? What do you think, Elf? I like it. It's it cool. was hard to memorize, but now I've got it in there. I can't forget it ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I can juggle why I say it. There's more to it as well. There's more to the poem before and after, but that's the hard part was the the alphabet part of it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm going to go eat some food. What are you going to eat? Chicken. Uh, what's on for you this week? On for me? Yeah. What's your weekly schedule looking like? So this week I'm going to try doing weight training in the mornings as opposed to the afternoons and yeah. do runs in the afternoon. So just um, basically just alternate between uh, jogging my bike and some walking. Okay. So yeah, see how that goes. I've been trying the uh, doing the cardio in the morning and then doing weight training in the afternoon, but... Um, I think the lifting requires more mental energy for me, which I have more of in the morning and yeah. running and walking. I can just switch off and, you know, listen to an audio book or something like that. And, yeah. and now that the days are getting longer, um, that gives me more of a chance to get more vitamin D, just get more sun in the afternoons. And yeah, yeah. dogs I, as well. I agree a hundred percent with the running in the afternoon I always find when I run in the morning my joints aren't in as good a shape but if I run after walking around all day I feel a lot better Yeah, and yeah. weights yeah, I'm better at in the too. morning like yeah. I, I, when I was running a lot last year which I'm going to be doing again soon I found running in the morning my times were consistently a minute slower or more than my times in the afternoon and the runs felt harder Yeah, which was crazy because I was running after a 12 to 16 hour fast so I hadn't been eating or anything. Maybe that helps the run. I don't know. But yeah, the run the morning times are always terrible, but the afternoon times are way better. So I think you might find a big boost in that. I'll see how we go. But um, yeah, yeah so that's the plan for the week. Catch up on that next weekend. My mum gets back on uh, on Thursday as well. So it'll be, be good to have her home. Yeah, cool. Feels like she's been gone for, for ages, but it's only been well less than two weeks. Hmm. Um so yeah man and then weekend my cousin will be here is going to have family over next Saturday yep um, to just uh, you know celebrate his his arrival so what day did your mum get back? Thursday night Thursday <clears throat> what time? yep uh, probably like I think a 9.30 flight okay so if we can do maybe record the next one of these that evening before she gets back on Thursday yeah if I don't ride to work yeah then yeah even and a half plan hour is to cool Sounds good. to write in on, Sounds on Thursday. Good. Awesome. Yeah. And my week cool. this week, thanks for asking, is... Oh, no, we don't care. <laughs> got a bit of open mic comedy on Wednesday night at Smith's, starting at 9.30pm. Uh, other than that, I'm going to be trying to do one kilometer runs on Monday, or Monday with Wednesday and Friday. Just a one kilometer run. And trying to do the weights all week on my back. Other than that, just doing normal work, dog walking, living in my pigsty. Good stuff. Have you got a band, a rubber band? Do, do some band work for your back, like ease into it? I do have a band. I do have a band. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now to sort out my shoulder and it's absolutely working. Mm. I, I'm just, I just haven't been that consistent with it. That is a good idea. 
I will have a I will have a look into trying some of those exercises with all the yeah yeah cool all right let's make moves then Chris let's, let's get this week started thank you Alvaro thank you Joe thank you Chris Alf, thank you thank you Joe thank you Chris thank you thank you everyone thank you listeners oh Joe can you please watch your name this week do what sorry your name watch it the watch movie. my name what the movie your name oh Sure. <laughs> home theater homework. Are you, are you just pulling the pin on the movie challenge? Is that it? Uh, like I said, man, I've, life is challenging enough. I've got enough challenges. Now you, you want me to watch all these movies. No, no, like it's fair. If you balls. are too busy to do the podcast movie challenge, just say so and we'll stop doing it. But don't lead me down this garden path. It's, it's, not, it's not in me to say no. I can't say no to you, Chris. Just don't lead me. me down this garden path, Joe. If we're going to do it, we'll do it. If we're not, we're not. But let me know. Okay. I will let you know. When are you going to let me know? I will let you know when I let you know. Joe, that's not good enough. All I right. want to know if I need to watch A Most Wanted Man. i got to man. go eat, man. I'm hungry. I know that, I'm but hungry. I want to know if I need to watch A Most Wanted Man or not. You need to watch that for yourself. You need to watch your p- name for yourself, but we're doing this as part of the podcast. Are you committed to the podcast or not? I am committed. All right. I'm so always, let's I've make... always been committed. Oh, you motherfucker. Like... <laughs> Alf, are you going to watch your name? Yes, it's on my list. I watched uh, Isle of Dogs the other day. So. Oh, you did watch Isle of Dogs. Movie. I haven't seen that yet. I did. It's awesome. It's I cool love movie. it. I, I need to see that. I need to see that. I love Wes Anderson. Great film. Cool. Cool. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Ciao. Bye.